In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy averted a government shutdown Saturday by advancing a funding bill with the help of Democrats and most House Republicans. That's what retired Congressman Fred Upton predicted. Upton spoke on MSNBC in the final hours before the shutdown or continued negotiations. The only way to get things done is to have a bipartisan proposal, and, you know, that's why Kevin's got the the gun at his head. Upton said much of the problem here is Speaker McCarthy's own doing by empowering a handful of lawmakers who are the most extreme element. He gave them the shovel to dig the hole, and they keep moving the goalposts. Impeachment inquiry, we're going to try to do all these appropriation bills at a lower level, and none of it has worked. And now we are at the very end of the deadline. I mean, Congress had six weeks off. They got nothing done between the month of August and all of this month of September. So here we are. Congress did avert a shutdown. They approved a 45-day stopgap funding measure that keeps the government open and operating and gives lawmakers more time to finish their work on the annual spending bills. Many see that as a good thing, and Upton says in a shutdown scenario, no one wins. Candidates for city office in Benton Harbor debated Friday night on a slew of issues. Topics ranged from crime to jobs to housing, lead pipes, and education. The candidates for mayor also addressed the increasingly problematic Harbor Towers apartment complex in downtown Benton Harbor. Mayoral challenger, community organizer, and social justice advocate Gwen Johnson says there needs to be action. Living arrangements right now is just terrible. It's cruel. Nobody should live there. Wait, wait, wait. I've got to finish. Back in January, current administration said they were going to be looking to put our people up in hotels. Up until this time, this day, they are they are not. They are still living in those conditions. Mayor Marcus Mohammed is the incumbent. He says Harbor Towers is a top priority now, and it has suffered for decades. When I was shooting hoops at this high school, Harbor Towers needed help. And it's unfortunate that it had to wait until I'm in this office. But what I can guarantee you, I'm working on the problem now, and if reelected at the end of that term, you'll see a total transformation. The election is Tuesday, November 7. The Benton Harbor Planning Commission has moved forward on Project T, the housing and commercial development plan for the site of the former Mercy Hospital. Harbor Habitat's Aaron Hudson told project planners the Project T is aimed at those residents in the missing middle, those who make too much for HUD housing but still can't find affordable housing. We plan to build 19 duplexes, that's 38 two- and three-bedroom homes for sale, and a four-story apartment building where the ground floor will be a commercial retail area and the top three floors will be apartments for rent. The commercial space would accommodate child care and retail. Harbor Habitat is working with Renovare Development out of Detroit on the project. Renovare will build some of the units using contractors, while Harbor Habitat will build others using volunteers. Mayor Marcus Muhammad said the development of the currently empty property is exciting. It warms my heart to see something productive in this property having the potential to be repurposed where residents will continue to benefit the development. Harbor Habitat is seeking some zoning changes and planned unit development status for Project T. The Planning Commission signed off on the request, which the Benton Harbor City Commission will now have to consider. Although there are not yet any firm details for construction, The goal is to get to work on the project within the next 18 months. A new report shows that drug deaths in Berrien County are still on the rise, and it's largely due to fentanyl. That's according to Dr. Joyce D. Young with Western Michigan University. She serves as the Berrien County Medical Examiner. She gave a report to the Berrien County Board of Commissioners late last week. DeYoung said the numbers are troubling. 
We did notice a really significant increase in drug-related fatalities. And if you're just looking at accidental drug overdoses, drug-related fatalities have jumped from 36 in 2021 to, to 50 in 2022. So a fairly large increase there. DeYoung said fentanyl is now a serious public health issue that seems to mostly affect those in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, although she did note one fatality was someone in their 70s, another was age 15. Of the drug deaths, 43 had some sort of fentanyl in their system. DeYoung said the way to address the fentanyl issue is to focus on prevention and treatment, saying she doesn't think they're going to arrest their way out of it. She noted even when someone with a drug problem goes to jail, they get out, start using again, and now with a lower tolerance. Benton Harbor City leaders and the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy have announced a new $1 million grant from the EPA allowing for the cleanup of Ox Creek. Eagle Great Lakes Senior Advisor and Strategist Emily Fennell tells us the money will be used on two projects. They're going to address stormwater runoff to help improve water quality. That's one of the issues that has been contributing to negative impacts on the health of Ox Creek. So one of the projects will actually be to install rain gardens and some green infrastructure and some additional parking along Highland Avenue at Hall Park. Finnell says the other project will be in Benton Township, where they'll also install a rain garden and some other infrastructure to reduce runoff into the creek. A specific site hasn't been identified, but it will be in the general area of the Orchards Mall. There is already a rain garden near Meyer, built by Berrien County Drain Commission. Finnell says the goal is to restore Ox Creek to a popular recreational attraction for Benton Harbor area residents. A celebration of the new grant was held Saturday at Hall Park. The Marion County Friend of the Court office will hold some off-site hours in October to answer questions about child support. The office's Deborah Withers tells us the idea is to set up in a neutral space so those who are reluctant to go to the courthouse can get their questions answered. It's for actually both payers and payees. So anybody that would have questions about their case, whether they receive child support or pay child support, want to talk with us about how the court system works as it relates to child support and custody and parenting time. So we'll have staff members available in both what we call our enforcement division as well as our domestic investigators. Weathers says friend of the court staff will be on hand to explain the child support system and to help people with their cases. The friend of the court off-site days will be October 18 from 3 to 6.30 at the Benton Harbor Library and October 24 from 3 to 6.30 at the Niles District Library. No arrests for bench warrants will be made there. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.